0: When we are children, we are completely relationally dependent. What this means is that we are dependent on the people in our lives, the adults, to meet our needs and to get us what we want. We learn, by virtue of being born into this type of a society, that in order for us to get people to meet our needs and to fulfill our wants, our best chance is to create incentive for them to do so. In other words, we need to please them. When we displease someone, when they don't like us and they don't love us, either they ignore us or they act as adversaries to our well-being instead of allies to our well-being. And so, very early on we learn that in order to get what we want and what we need, we have to be approved of, liked and loved. This process of socialization teaches us that the most important thing is to be perceived as good. If we are perceived as good, then somebody is going to act as an ally, help us get what we want, provide a need. For example, let's say that we are approved of and that somebody says, Oh, you're such a good girl or a good boy, now you get the cookie, right? What we wanted, the cookie, is essentially resting on the prerequisite of being seen as good. Or for example, You're such a good person, I like you so much, and so I'm going to support your goals or your aims. So, even getting support to get what we want seems to be dependent upon being liked and loved. By the time we reach adulthood, this concept of being liked and getting what we want is so incredibly linked that we spend so much of our energy trying to be liked so that we can get what we want. But let me tell you right now, a key to success is being able to separate out these two concepts, getting what you want, and being approved of, liked, or loved, from each other. So that you can understand what I mean, I'm gonna give you an example. Jake is an aerospace engineer. He is so interested in aviation that his entire existence revolves around it. Many years ago, he was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. He struggles to understand emotional situations and tends to say the wrong thing whenever someone's upset. People don't find him particularly empathetic. He's also very hypersensitive and controlling about his environment and this uptight behavior means that no one can relax around him. Jake is not what many people would consider to be a generally likable person. Since Jake was 12 years old, he has had his heart set on one thing, getting a job as a propulsion engineer at NASA. Currently, he works at another company, on a big team with other aerospace engineers and mechanical engineers. As a result of this, he has to interact with this team on a daily basis. Which makes it a little bit of a problem for him when a conflict arises on this team. Recently, a team conflict has arisen around a new design concept. And Jake acts no different than usual during this conflict. Jake starts acting robotic and spaces off instead of listens. He starts becoming incredibly argumentative and simply starts throwing facts in other people's faces and proves himself to be unworkable. So much so, that his entire team, he's the team lead, his entire team decides to escalate this conflict and complain about Jake to Jake's boss. Essentially, what this team did was organize to have a secret meeting behind Jake's back. Then the next day, when Jake gets called in to see his boss, he finds out that this meeting took place a feeling of complete existential doom settles over him. He has a total meltdown. He storms out of the building, he goes home, he ends up curled up under his kitchen table. For him, his life is over. What is happening with Jake, is that this conflict at his work made Jake feel like people are never going to like him, he's never going to be able to make himself be lovable, be likable, be approved of. And as a result, Nobody's ever going to recommend him to work as a propulsion engineer at NASA. Jake has adopted this belief from his life experience. Jake doesn't realize at the moment that likability is not the prerequisite for him being such a good aerospace engineer that he will be recommended and valued enough to achieve the position he has his sights set on. His desire to be liked must be separated from his desire to be a propulsion engineer at NASA. Separating them will make it so that he can see all the ways for him to get what he wants, rather than sinking into the powerlessness of thinking that what he wants is at the mercy of other people liking him. Which is something that quite frankly, he doesn't even excel at. If Jake realized that he could get what he wanted, even if people didn't like him, he would feel immediate deep relief. Think about what you want in your life. Especially I want you to think about the thing you want the most desperately. And then I want to ask the following questions. Ask these to yourself. Am I making being approved of, liked or loved, the prerequisite for getting that thing? What if being approved of, liked or loved is not the prerequisite for getting that thing? If that were the case, what would I do differently? Being approved of, liked or loved, is totally separate from getting what you want. Unless of course, what you really want is to be approved of, liked or loved. If that's the case, you can go directly for these things. And trust me, if you go directly for these things, you're probably going to be doing it in a different way. But all that being said, so often when we examine why it is we want to be liked and approved of and loved, it is because we think that is necessary so that we can get something else that we want. Essentially, what's happening here is that you are making being liked the prerequisite for getting what you want. When this is the case, being approved of, being liked or being loved, and all of the things you're doing to try to achieve that, is a so that. To understand more about the problem with so that thinking, watch my video titled If You Want To Be Happy, Don't Do This. Some people fear that dropping this idea, that being approved of, and being liked and being loved is the prerequisite for getting what you want, will mean that somebody will just turn into a total asshole. (laughs) I don't want you to be afraid about this. That will only happen if quite literally the only reason that you're being nice to people is so that you can get what you want. And by the way, that's a whole separate concept. Whole separate topic, whole separate video. You also don't need to worry that separating this concept of loving and being loved from the concept of getting what you want will make you a bad person because it makes you less loving. Love is also a completely different topic. The practice of love is the practice of taking another person as a part of yourself. It has nothing to do with getting what you want. There is an incredible freedom to be found in questioning whether or not being approved of, liked and loved is actually the prerequisite for getting what you want. I want you to consider that it isn't. And if you assumed that it isn't, how might you go about getting what you want instead of what you're currently doing? As a result of doing this, your options for getting what you want open up and multiply significantly. Trying to make other people approve of, like and love you ceases to be your only venue for the actualization of what you want. Also, Being liked ceases to be the barrier between you and getting what you want. Instead, being liked and loved and approved of is simply a bonus. Have a good week.